first of all, if you're watching me on YouTube, I apologize for having the same attire on as I did in the initial reaction podcast, but actually I'm recording this on the same evening uh, because of the way my schedule is this week. That aside, if you're on an audio podcast, you just don't care, and therefore we'll move on. Two big themes to talk about that were really prominent this week. They may have even been introduced before. I'd have to go back and check the tape in order to be sure. But we got a theme for High Towers, or at least for Alicent, this episode for certain pronounced very prominently. And we also got a Valerian theme or a Driftmark theme. I'm not sure until I have more information, I'll be able to categorize it better. As you know, I'm a stickler for using evidence to form opinions. At any rate, uh, I loved both of these themes. They were wonderful. Before I say anything about any of them, though, I do want to make one thing perfectly clear. I did not like the piano version of whatever the hell that was at the end for the wedding. I understand that there are notes that sound like they don't fit, which are done purposefully so in order to show how everything is slipping, how everything is getting to be wrong by this situation. However, the piano is not the instrument to do this on because you can't bend a piano note. You can create effects with strings. You can create effects with brass. You can create effects with anything else, just about. But you can't do that with a piano. There's only one person I've ever known in my entire life who could make a piano note sound like it bent. And he's been dead for 10 years. Um, and this, I know, it was purposeful. I do know that. But to me, it just drove me crazy and i don't even know why the prince that was promised theme was used uh since it had been pertaining to rhaenyra and the prophecy up to this point i guess it was just just to show that the whole idea of rhaenyra being the heir is starting to fall apart because of all of the things happening in this episode regardless of that i'm sorry i won't go any more about that let's talk about allison hightower's theme or a hightower family theme or something to that degree because it was absolutely wonderful we heard it at least twice in this episode and i didn't really check to see if it was had variations or whatever in other allison scenes but the first time we heard it in this episode was the scene with allison and her father and the second really prominent time where you hear the melody and everything fully stated was in allison's arrival at the dinner as she's marching down there in her green. And oh my, what a glorious theme it is. And really sad and really um, weird in a way. But I'll get to that after I play it for you.
Now, as you may or may not know, I like to look at things in four viewpoints when I look at good film scoring. I like the melodic shape, how high the notes go, how much they go down, what's the distance in between notes, when do we have jumps, how big are the jumps, and just the general shape. Does it go higher, does it go lower? I also like to look at harmony, which because harmony is what gives us emotional context for things. And I like to look at rhythm, and I like to look at timbres. The timbres here are pretty traditional. There's not much to talk about here. It's very uh, Ramin typical string, small string section, kind of oriented with solo celloist, solo violins, whatever. Um, so that's pretty standard. The shape was very interesting. If you listen to that melody, uh, it falls in weird places. Another thing that was interesting was the way that the melody states something and then the harmony or the bass line underneath does a little rhythmic figure and then the melody duplicates that rhythmic figure. Now, I don't know if this is intended to make it so that uh, we're seeing that Alicent is now following in the footsteps of her father, that her father is the low rhythmic figure that is affecting the higher, uh, the higher figure, which is Alicent, or if it's just the way that the high tower theme works. Could be either way. I'll need to see more evidence before I go anything with that. Or if it was just done to, to make the theme seem more extraordinary and intricate because it is an intricate family. So that's a possibility as well. The harmony. The harmony is minor. That typically represents stuff that's more serious. If you have something that's major, you typically have a, a more of a lighter feeling, either hope or happiness or those kinds of feelings. But a minor can do a lot of different things. It can be scary. It can be sad. Uh, it can be determined. It can just be more serious. And the kind of feel that I get from this, coupled with the melody itself and the melodic shape, which is a beautiful melody and melodic shape, is that it feels to me like we're looking at things very seriously and a little sad. If you think about all of the time that Allison's been in court, all the time that she's believed in the system, and now that she's let down, if you want to interpret it in that way, through the lens of just Allison herself, then that makes a lot of sense. If you want to look at it in just terms of the family, uh, and again, I'll need more evidence to be able to determine what we're talking about exactly here. But if you want to look at it in terms of the family, perhaps the notion is that not only are the things intricate in the way that the rhythms follow each other, but also uh, very serious. Otto, Otto, Otto Hightower is a very serious man. Um, and it appears that Allison has had a very serious life. Uh, when you think about all of the things with Viserys in the last episode, and now her finding everything out about Rhaenyra in this episode, and she's losing faith in the system. Um, so that's why we have a minor tone uh, to this. Uh, nothing really scary about it, just serious and, and maybe a little bit of sadness. That's pretty much that theme. Let's take a look at the other big theme that we got this time around, and that's the Valarian theme which I liked also. Um, in terms of this one, 
the performance that I'm going to do for you on the piano, in the left hand, I'm trying to duplicate the percussion. Uh, the bass note is correct, but the rhythm is something that you actually feel driving with the percussion. But one thing that I found very much about this particular piece was how driving it was. Uh, so let's just listen to it and, and think of my, my, the low note, lowest note as also being the drums, because there's a specific rhythm to it that's very interesting. So the rhythm is doing something that we like to call crossing the bar. And you've heard me talk about this before, perhaps, especially if you've listened to me uh, do music podcasts for a while. But what it is, is that uh, the beats are grouped in threes and threes and threes until we get to two groups of twos so that everything lines back up again. So it's not really changing the meter, but it is making the pulse anticipate where you think of it the where the pulse should be as dot 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 instead you get this dot 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 so what that does is that creates a sense of excitement and it is exciting for us to see driftmark in this way as the king is approaching and everything and that may have been the reason for that percussion behind it because we do hear that melody as the wagon approaches, but we also hear it in the halls uh, as Viserys is walking still towards the, the throne or whatever it is that Corlys is sitting on. Um, within those halls, there's lots of paintings. There's lots of stuff that he's accumulated over the years. There's lots of riches and everything. What I found interesting about that was the timbres that were used there. There's no pulse underneath it, but the timbres are more vocal. And one of the things about vocal timbres is they tend to make us feel um, something otherworldly and not in the way of like gods or whatever, but just like historical significance can be represented by voices or, you know, uh, cultural things can be represented uh, by voices sometimes. And I know that in a Western world, we often think of just strings and, and that kind of thing as being, you know, when you got a string quartet at your wedding. Wow, that's sophisticated. But um, there's something about the sense of history when you add those kind of voices to it. Um, and they weren't guttural or anything like that. They were just kind of choirish and, uh, you know, deep male choir, but still choirish. And to me, that represented a sense of real history, uh, which is what Viserys was seeing on those walls as he was approaching Corley's. Um, the melody itself is very simple. The harmony is very simple. It just goes between two chords. It also is minor. I tend to think of this as being more of just the serious side of Corley's Valarian. Uh, nothing, and maybe a little bit intimidating, which would fit it in with the scariness stuff too. Uh, it's a little bit intimidating for Viserys to have to come, even though he's the king. Uh, it is a little bit intimidating, especially since he's not feeling well, for him to have to come to this place and basically have Corlys approve his plan to marry Rhaenyra to Lenore. So perhaps that's part of it as well. As I said, I really love the timbres. The melodic shape, there's not much there. Uh, it actually starts high, higher, um, and never really gets 
it drops down and climbs back up, doesn't get quite as high, um, and drops down again. So what is that telling us? Well, sometimes melodic shape merely means to say, well, this is life. You know, you reach high points and, and things start to pull you down or what have you. And I don't know if this is from Viserys' perspective, which I suspect it is not. I suspect this is probably from the uh, Valerian perspective. And so, therefore, uh, all I'm thinking is is that um, Corlys and Rhaenys seem to feel like that they need this uh, marriage to work just as much as Viserys does. Um, and so maybe that's part of it, because uh, I'm sure that Corlys did lose a lot of his greatness uh, with everything that happened in the Stepstones. But we shall see. We'll have to see what, what all of that means uh, again as we get more evidence. That's been the music this time around.